Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast hosted by me, Holly Haynes. Each week, I will dive into topics that educate and share the power of productivity to help you focus more on what matters and create a business and routine that you love. Learn the systems and daily strategies that you can implement right away to crush the daily rush. And instead of just being busy, be productive. Each episode will help you gain clarity, focus, and empowerment in your routine. Learn how to manage your schedule and your business and yourself. With over 15 years of strategy experience working with Fortune 500 companies, all while raising my twin daughters and building my own successful online coaching business, I'll teach you the systems and structure to make your business grow without burnout and frustration and even a little time for yourself. It's time to crush the rush, as they say. There's a new way to get things done around here. Grab your favorite journal and tea. You are going to want to take notes. Let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 11 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And today we are in week three of the Restart Your Routine series, which is basically a really cool series where I am bringing in some of my favorite friends who are helping us learn how to restart our routine be productive, and even share some side tips and tricks, including journaling, applications that we can use, and all the things to be our most productive self. Today, I have Katie Thompson with me, who is going to share with us how to work from home and transition from employee to boss. Katie is the founder of Modern Darling Media and the host of the Nomics podcast, And Katie started a full-service branding, marketing, and design agency from scratch. We are going to talk about productivity tips and mindset shifts to be successful working from home, how to transition from being a employee every day to being your own boss, and tools and resources so that you can be the most productive CEO possible. Let's get to the show. Hey, Katie, welcome to the Crush the Rest podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So I'd love for you to just jump in and tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and sort of what you're all about. Yeah, so my name is Katie Thompson, and I'm the CEO and founder of Modern Darling Media. We are a branding, marketing, and design studio that mostly supports creative solopreneurs and I'm also the host of the Hustlenomics podcast, where I interview other female entrepreneurs about their journey to becoming business owners. That's so awesome. So one of, and by the way, I love the podcast name Hustlenomics because I, I always, well, mine it obviously is Crush the Rush, but I feel like hustle and crush are like positive, just exciting words about just getting stuff done. Yeah. Um, so the topic that we wanted to talk a little bit about today was moving or shifting from being an employee in a nine to five for a decent amount of time and then moving to being your own boss and working from home, which a lot of us are doing right now. So can you tell me just a little bit more about this and why this is such a great topic for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I, my journey to becoming a business owner was, it was about a three and a half year journey Um, I started working in marketing right after I got my graduate degree, worked for a couple of different companies, quickly realized that the corporate environment and just kind of working for somebody else wasn't my jam. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It just didn't feel right. I think it was also a combination of some, some toxic environments and bad matches with bosses and stuff like that. But I knew even if I ended up finding a great boss, I would eventually want some more creative freedom, autonomy. And I really love the ability to be able to work wherever 
I want whenever I want. So that kind of sparked the idea of becoming an entrepreneur in the first place. And I started a little photography side hustle on the weekends, which was super fun. I had never really thought about turning my photography into a job, but um, loved that for a while. But then I kind of started missing my weekends and being a wedding photographer is very yeah, stressful. <laughs> for sure. That's like every weekend, right? Every weekend. Yeah. And it's just a lot of pressure, which um, I, I felt like I probably needed to go in a different direction. And I did all of my own branding and web design and social media. I had all those skills from my bachelor's and my graduate degree um, and internships and stuff like that. So I saw, I said to myself, why don't I just offer this to other people? Um, so that's how I started growing and expanding into the business that it is today. Um, but that transition from working from somebody else, being pretty depressed in that environment, actually, and then moving to having as much autonomy and freedom as I wanted to was exciting and, and very fun. Um, but it was a huge shift. And so I really would love to share just like any kind of insights and tips and techniques that I used, um, for other people who are going through that transition. So maybe they can, um, make it a little bit smoother. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your tips, especially now with so many of us working from home in a new environment and really trying to make the most of it, be productive. Um, and still have a little sanity as well. And I think also appreciate the flexibility because sometimes it's not exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, the biggest thing that I share with people is whether you're working from home for the first time or you're becoming your own boss, um, there's kind of a, a corporate mindset, I would I would call it, or maybe just an office mindset that you need to be working in your office for eight hours a day. And if you do that, you get a pat on the back. Good job. You had a great successful work day. Um, that's what kind of, that's how you measure success technically in like a, a office environment. Um, but I quickly realized when I started working for myself and when I was working from home that, um, I was much more productive, not only because I was happier in what I was doing, right. but I had control over what projects I was working on and when I was working on them. So I quickly realized that I could get 10 times more done in four hours um, than I did ever in an eight hour office job. Um, so I had to kind of let go of that mindset that, hey, if I got everything done today in four hours, that's a good work day. That's a productive work day. Um, and making myself feel guilty for not working eight hours in an office that, you know, you have to let go of that because it, it doesn't apply anymore. So um, that kind of mindset is something that I had to let go of. Um, but also some of the some of the things that really helped me is time management and finding the right tools to support what I was trying to do. Um, a lot of people are using Zoom for the first time. You know, they've never had to do virtual right. meetings before. Um, but finding things like learning how the technology, learning how to use the tools, getting things like a good camera, a good microphone, um, time management tools. Like I time myself when I do certain tasks so I know how long things take. Just things like that. It's small stuff, but it's really important in the long run. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you because it's funny, I've been working from home, I guess, for the last like six weeks. And my husband's like, I feel like you do 10 times more at home than you were doing at work. And I felt like, while that's a good thing and a bad thing, I had to really set some boundaries of like when I was working and when I wasn't working. Do you have any tips around going into, you talked a little bit about, um, time blocking and timers, which I feel like I talk about in every single episode or blog post because they're so helpful, but any other sort of boundary setting that helps you, um, 
be productive, but also take those breaks um, because you earn them is what I say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I use a timer that's just called Toggle. It's really a simple free app on your computer. And I started just timing myself doing certain things because as creative people, as entrepreneurs, we get excited about what we're working on and we'll literally sit there in front of the computer for four hours and look up and realize we haven't gone outside or we haven't eaten, um, you know, things like that. So it was allowing me to be excited and work on the projects I wanted to work on, but also saying, all right, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half. I need to get up, move around, you know, cause in an office environment, you kind of take those breaks naturally. You, you know, have your lunch break, your 15 minute break, um, but you don't have that structure necessarily at home. So timing myself and making sure that I was getting up and doing those, those breaks were super important. Very cool. Do you, what are some common roadblocks maybe that you hit when you were first transitioning from, you know, being in that nine to five where it's very scheduled and then being at home when there's, it's sort of up to you? Yeah, I think the biggest one and one that I still struggle with is kind of learning when to walk away from working. Um, My, I have a, a great home office that I've put together, but Part of the flexibility that I love is I could work on the couch if I want. I can work outside. I can go to a coffee shop. Um, so my workspace, quote unquote, is a little bit more flexible than other people. Um, but I have a hard time saying, okay, at five o'clock, I need to stop or at six o'clock or whatever. Um, so really setting those boundaries and honoring them um, is super important early on because if you don't do it, it's really hard to retrain your, your mind to, to do it. So I always say, you know, I like my mornings to be a little bit more free. I like to go to the gym, go to the grocery store, do all that stuff. And I don't really love getting up at 7am and getting right <laughs> on my computer. Um, so, and I know that about myself, but you know, it's self-awareness. Yeah. So I said, all right, well, if I want to start working later in the day, then, you know, it's all right to work a little bit later at night. And I have that ability to do that. So just understanding your body and the way that your mind works, um, and just moving your schedule around to accommodate that I think is, is smart. Yeah. So one of my next questions was actually going to be, do you set a schedule at home? So you mentioned, you know, spending time on yourself first, which I love um, in the mornings and then maybe doing more sort of business related activities um, in the afternoon. Do you have any other sort of schedule techniques that you use uh, while you're at home? Yeah. Um, Time blocking is a big thing. And I mentioned that earlier, I kind of like to be super creative at night. I'm a night owl. So I know if there's like admin work that I need to do, I usually will do that in the, the morning or the, the first part of the afternoon. Cause I know my creative brain kicks in after five o'clock, which yeah. is not always convenient, but I know that's when I get my best creative work done. So I kind of set my day up Um, so I'm not zapping all of that energy early on, um, just little things like that. And, you know, I always had my routine to go to the gym in the morning. Don't have that ability to do right now because we're all stuck inside, but I'm going on like walks every day. Um, and just knowing that I have scheduled time that I can step away from work and not feel guilty about it, um, is super nice to look forward to every day. Yeah. So you talked about toggle, which is the time tracking app, which I'm totally going to, or timer app, which I'm totally going to have to look up because I've been using my um, Apple watch, which works fine, but it would be nice if it like popped up on my screen. Do you have any other um, like home office hacks or applications that you use or anything that helps you sort of stay focused? Yeah, I really like using Asana, which is kind of like an online to-do list. Um, I use it a lot with my clients as well. Um, you can put tasks in there. You can 
literally check them off, which is like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Um, you can put descriptions in there. You can do due dates, attachments. It has so many different capabilities, but it's just so nice to be able to prioritize that way. Um, this is not really a tool, but something that I've always done is I make sure that I have natural light coming in my office. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. I get super depressed when it's like that kind of fake overhead light. I hate that. So I chose the room for my office that has a huge window and it's just like a natural mood booster. Um, making sure, I mean, these are kind of just like practical tips, but making sure you're drinking water throughout the day, because I'm a diet Coke addict. I will sit there and just drink diet Coke all day. So I make myself drink a bottle of water in between, um, little things like that, making sure that you're taking care of yourself because you're in charge and no one else will make you do it. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. And it's interesting because I actually moved my office recently and I took the blinds down so that I could actually see out the window every day. And it makes such a huge difference because my office is small and it doesn't get like a ton of light, but being able to see that sunlight makes such a huge difference. Hi guys, I wanted to break in real quick because I get this question all the time. Are you a solopreneur who's looking to maximize your schedule or maybe feeling a little overwhelmed with everything you have to try to fit into the day? As your friend, I truly want you to succeed, which is why I started this podcast. But there is so much out there telling you to do more. And sometimes you feel frustrated because you know you need systems in your life that will allow you and your business to grow. And you don't really know how to organize or prioritize the next step. And if you were like me, you probably have endless notebooks and ideas just sitting around and you're not really sure how to start or ever get to them. And maybe you're so busy, you just have sort of lost your sense of self. And in the end, you wish you could do more in less time and still hit your goals. Can you relate to any of that? I know you can. And I know because I felt the same way. And after years of working in corporate consulting and experiencing a lot of burnout, I knew I needed to do things differently. And from my experience working with some amazing, talented clients, I can say with utter confidence, there is definitely a different way. So for you, I have opened my brand new system shop on my website, which is jam-packed full of templates and solutions that can help you ASAP. And my favorite one, the time-blocking one, has just been released. And this literally saves my anxiety and my schedule every single time. You can grab the tips and the templates and even a video tutorial at hollymariehaines.com forward slash shop. That's hollymariehaines forward slash shop. And you can go back and listen to episode two where I talk about time blocking even more. So head to the system shop and check out the template and systems I put together for you. And let's make it an awesome week. One of the things I wanted to ask kind of along the whole sunlight view is, do you have any tips for if you're trying to set up a temporary home office or looking for ways that you can just be productive anywhere? Like you mentioned, sitting at your dining room table or your kitchen. Is there anything that is like your must have to make sure that you are um, focused? Um. Yeah, kind of along the lines of the the tools, you know, if you have a laptop, making sure that you are set up in a position that you're not going to be killing your back or getting carpal tunnel or something like that. So setting up 
your keyboard and your you know mouse wherever you are and things like that. I noticed now that people are doing virtual meetings in Zoom, I've seen these hilarious memes of just people looking horrible, like just having the computer all the way down and it's like looking up at their double chin up their nose and things like that. But you can set up your computer in a way that it looks really nice and you look professional wherever you are. I have like a little computer riser and things like that. So just getting kind of the, the technology together that you need to support you. Yeah, that's really good tip. So if you were working from home for the first time or setting up your business as a solopreneur for the first time, what do you do to one relieve stress? So I think you mentioned walking and sort of having that morning routine, but also how do you connect with others when you're obviously at home a lot? Yeah. I mean, Facebook groups have been amazing for me, not only to find clients, cause that's where I find like almost 90% of my clients, but just joining all these other Facebook groups of women who are working from home as well, or even women who are like digital nomads who are traveling around the world and running their business, just being able to connect with them and see that they're asking the same questions that I'm asking and people are answering and sharing knowledge and sharing tips and things like that. There's a a Facebook group for absolutely anything. So um, I always encourage people to go check that out. And also just podcasting. It's free education. You don't have to pay anything. It's a very low barrier of entry. And you can also find a podcast on everything that you need to. I kind of stopped listening to business podcasts for a while because I was feeling like it was business all the time. Yeah, that's actually a good point because I do that as well. Um, I listen to, I read a lot of books in the morning and then I listen to a lot of business podcasts and that's pretty much how I've taught myself Mm-hmm. everything. But I also felt like I was getting overwhelmed because literally it was all day from like the time I was up walking or running to the end of the day that like there was some business thing going on. So I think that's an awesome tip to sort of work in maybe some knowledge that is like something completely different than what you're used to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I listen to comedy podcasts, true crime podcasts, all that stuff that has nothing to do with business because I found myself getting excited about a lot of things, but also feeling like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. You know, like I would get excited about something that they would tell me on the podcast and I would want to fit it in. And it's like, I can't fit one more thing in. So um, I had to kind of take a step back every once in a while. I like to go back and revisit them, but um, just, you know, it doesn't have to be business all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I have to remind myself a lot. Um, So I have one more question and then we can jump into the to sort of wrap up, but if you could look back and think about your transition from, from working full-time in an office to now working full-time as your own boss, what is the biggest lessons learned that you would share um, or lessons learned that you would share that you wish you would have known when you got started? Yeah, I think the biggest one is my schedule and my routine does not have to look like anybody else's and there's not one routine or or way of doing things for success. I mean, I know a lot of people out there are saying, Oh, you have to get up at 5am to be a successful entrepreneur. And sure that works for a lot of people, but I would be a mess if I had to do that. (laughs) There's no way I'd get anything done. Just so, you know, those misconceptions, I think they're meant well and they're meant to share tips and techniques with people um, that it's worked for them. But Um, If it doesn't work for you, don't feel guilty about that. Your standard of success doesn't have to be anybody else's. So that would be a big lesson that I wish I knew early on. Yeah, I think that's a great tip because I feel like when I first started, I, a lot of people that I worked with 
did not work full time. And so they were at home and their schedule looked very different than mine. And I tried to match up my schedule to be theirs and it just didn't work. And and I am a 5 a.m. person, not because I love to get up, but because that's the only time that I have with what is going on right now. Um, but I, I share that all the time with my clients, like just because I get up at five or six doesn't mean that you have to, that's just what works for me because at eight o'clock at night, like I'm done, like mm-hmm. I have nothing left. Um, so if you asked me to like write content or blog post at eight o'clock, I'd be like, no way that's not going to happen. Um, right. so I think that's a really, really great tip. So, all right. So let's jump in at the end of every podcast. I always ask three questions and you actually touched on a couple of these, but what does your morning routine look like? Or what's the first thing that you do in the morning? Yeah. So I get up between 7.30 and 8.30. Um, like I mentioned, I'm not, I'm not a morning person, <laughs> um, but then I go straight to the gym. That's kind of gotten to be my routine in the past year and a half. Um, and I'll run errands, do laundry, all that kind of stuff. I like to, like I mentioned, get kind of the practical stuff out of the way in the morning. Um, and so I, that just kind of sets me up to be ready to sit down and be excited to work. Um, usually around 10, 10 30. Um, but my morning routine is pretty simple. I mean, I usually don't do my hair or makeup or anything, which has been great for my hair and skin in the past couple of years. I know. (laughs) Getting all that stuff off my face. Um, but it's pretty simple. I'm low key. I'm a sweatpants and t-shirt kind of girl. Um, but really just taking the morning to, to be with myself and not feel pressured to get to the grind. Um, that's kind of my morning routine. And then, as I mentioned, I am a night owl and so I'll work pretty late and, um, and my, my husband does too. He works from home as well. And he works for a company that he has to, uh, all over the world. So time zones are crazy different. So it kind of matches up for us, which works really well. That's awesome. And that's it. No, that's a great routine. Okay. So the next one is what is one resource that has helped you the most in your journey? Oh gosh. I probably <laughs> go back to podcasting. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a big budget behind you, that's amazing, but most of us don't, and we have to be really careful about where we spend our money and what we invest in, um, not only money-wise, but time-wise. And I find that podcasting allows me to do things at the same time, like walk, work out, do laundry, whatever, still learn and not have to pay for it. So, I mean, it's kind of like a win-win-win situation. Um, so that's been my biggest resource. I always just say people take advantage of it because it's just the easiest form of education that you could get. Yeah, I would agree. I think every person I have asked has come back with podcasting and I would agree. The efficiency is like hands down. You can't, you can't beat it. Um, Mm -hmm. I usually listen to podcasts while I'm getting ready in the morning while I work out. And then a lot of times like at night before I go to bed, but you can get through so much in such a short amount of time. Um, Okay. So the last one is if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh gosh. (laughs) Does it have to be practical? <laughs> oh, no, it could be whatever you'd like. Um, I think it would be like a photographic memory. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty good with like memorizing things, but to my 
downfall, it's always kind of like useless facts, like trivia facts. <laughs> and then when it comes to the important stuff, I have to write it down because I'll forget it. So it's funny how the mind works, but I would love to be able to just remember every single thing that goes into my brain. <laughs> I think that'd yeah. be really So are you a paper note taker or an electronic note taker? Um, I'm both, um, you know, I, I grew up as a writer and I would just fill notebooks. And so mm-hmm. I loved doing that growing up. Now that I'm on my computer all the time, I tend to, to do that as well, but I have notebooks full of, of, you know, notes and stuff like that. So I think it goes back and forth. Yeah, I'm definitely both as well. Okay. Awesome. So why don't we wrap up and you tell us a little bit about Hustlenomics and where everyone can find you. Yeah, absolutely. I would love for you guys to to tune into the show. I've had the privilege of talking to some amazing women all over the world. Um, and what I really love to share is that it's not just the success stories. You hear from women of all ages and all backgrounds, but also at all stages. So you have some mommy bloggers who are side hustling at home, and then you have people running six, seven figure companies. So you'll hear everything from every you know part of the spectrum. And you can find that on iTunes, Spotify, all the podcast places. And, um, my website is moderndarlingmedia.com. I have, um, a lot of freebies and free resources on my website. If you guys want to check those out, um, under the education tab and there's, there's just a lot of free resources that I like to share. So make sure to take advantage if you want to. Awesome. Yeah. I will put all of those, um, in the show notes for everyone. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm so glad you were able to join us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. For free materials and resources, head on over to hollymariehaines.com. Did you love this episode of Crush the Rush? Have questions or other topic ideas? Go to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. The reviews are really what keeps this going, and I can't wait to bring you more content. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. 